welcome to the Loving Lake Geneva podcast. I'm your host, Karen Stray Rappaport. Each episode, I take an outside-the-wake look at the area's most interesting people, places, and happenings. It's another beautiful day here in Lake Geneva, and the lake looks stunning, so let's jump right in. Well, now more than ever during this pandemic, we want our homes to be an inviting space, a comfortable place to be, and my guest today can make that happen for you. Suzanne Glavin and Melinda Cahill are owners and principal designers at their design studio called North Shore Nest. Welcome, Suzanne and Melinda. Karen, thank you so much for having us. Of course, I'm so happy that you're here because so many people out there need you desperately. Um, can you just start by telling me a little bit about um, your design studio, where you're located, kind of what areas you cover, Suzanne? Yes, um, we're in Glenview and um, our studio is off of Lehigh. We're kind of tucked in an industrial area um, and we really uh, serve very much this area, but also we do a lot of work in Lake Geneva and second homes beyond. Um, and definitely working virtual now has opened up so many doors with clients all over. Which is great. So Glenview is very close to my heart. That's where I grew up and your office is probably about a mile from uh, my childhood home. So, you know, spent my summers up here until I moved up here full time, but Glenview is a great, great place to be. And we're so glad that um, you've, you've made it up to this area. And I know, you know, you're working on at least very, uh, one very big estate on the lake um, currently, but how did you two meet and decide to start this business? Well, we met actually um, through our husbands. My husband and Belinda's husband went to high school to Loyola. And um, so they are longtime friends and that's when we just met through them and uh, really just hit it off and realized that we had so much in common. So Melinda, I, I notice on your website, you have a variety of ways that you can help people like, you know, full design and services, designer for a day, power hour. Can you kind of explain the difference between those options? Oh, sure. You know, we used to do just exclusively full service design. And what we had found is there's so many people have so many different needs within their home that possibly we were trying to put them in a bucket of where they necessarily didn't need to be at that time. So we really started researching our clients, what we were doing for them, the call incoming calls that we were having. And that's when designer for the day has started. And we love doing it designer for the day because it's so fulfilling for us. We get to see a full design come together quickly. And that service is for somebody that really wants to take their time with the design, wants to do things on their own, but really wants to make sure things are going to work, that the selections are right, and that they can then basically take that, tweak it, and put it together for themselves. So, you know, full service, then the next step would be the designer for the day. And in, in that we do all different types of things from just, you know, a client may have a new home where they're picking out lighting and they want us to go over and is everything within that, um, what their, their selections correct? Are they going to be the right size? Are they the right look to, oh, can you show us a doorknob? 
Um, so the designer for the day is just like full service is full service is tailored exactly to the client and full service is like we're there from the beginning basically handling their hand holding their hand all the way through to the last coaster is put on the cocktail table and the flowers are set then the designer for the day we kind of leave them and then they take that part on their own and then a power hour is really somebody that has got their design basically together, knows what they're wanting to do, and then they want to make sure they're not making any mistakes. Does this work with this? Does this sofa work in this room? Am I making the right selections on these window treatments? So a power hour is really to stop those really costly mistakes that clients tend to make and call us afterwards. It's so nice to have all those options because really, I mean, everybody's needs are so different and some people probably are intimidated to call um, an interior design studio for something they feel, you know, isn't worthy or may just be something little that they need, but is going to make a big difference. So it's really nice to, to have those options. So how do you guys feel about, um, you know, all the design shows where they take a 3000 square foot house and completely make it over for $2,000? Suzanne, like, do you, do you have your clients thinking that things can be done that quickly and that inexpensively because they're watching these shows and then that's when I tell them that's why it's TV <laughs> <laughs> and um, we actually you know that is a really big part um, of really educating our clients and um, you know having them understand the process and what to expect when you're hiring us to do a room or to do a home it's very difficult for most people to, to know what a room would cost when you're doing it completely from scratch. Whereas our experience typically is we move into our first place, you know, gather things that we need, and then we move on to a second home, and then we have children where, you know, what we do is so comprehensive. And if you're hiring us, we want to make sure that you're educated and you know what to expect. That's our happiest clients, you know, will is really on us to just educate them and and to make sure that everything is a good fit right i you know being a realtor people watch you know million dollar listing and realtor shows like that so they think that my job is you know meeting at a restaurant for a glass of champagne and making a million dollar commission in a half an hour in one phone call so i too have to educate my clients it's not really how it goes and you know tv is tv right <laughs> So can you tell me, Melinda, what are some of the current design trends out there? What, what, what's hot right now in, in interior design? Oh, goodness. So that, that's a really good question. It's one that we get asked all the time. And it's something that we kind of shy away from a little bit, too, because we're like, gosh, if what's hot now necessarily isn't going to be possibly hot for our clients in two years and so forth. When things really hit mass market at that point, here in, the, in our design field, we've already kind of been there, done that. Um, so what we really try and do is opposed to like what's hot, and we always want to be current, but more importantly, we want to be current in five, six, seven years. So that's kind of how we approach our design projects, not necessarily like what's on point right now, but we would try and take something small like that and put it into our designs in a very small portion. So that can be removed in a couple of years and it doesn't change our whole design plan. But I think mainly what, what we do and what we think is you know on trend or what have you is more of what our clients are looking for. And that's something that we really detail towards. 
Um, we have some clients that are super contemporary, some clients that are more traditional, some that have a mix of antiques and so forth. So we really try and hone into what their specialty and what their feel is, and then kind of take that from there. But just to give it a pointer on a couple of things where we're moving to right now is much lighter wood floors, um, you know, lighter interiors with pops of colors. Um, some rooms are super dark leading into light rooms. Um, you know, I think that some people would say, oh, maybe gold finishes or what have you, but we've been doing those for years. So that's really a classic. So I think as you're hearing us speak even more about this, that we kind of really just trend on what we see our client loving. And I know you don't want to offend anybody by saying, by answering this question, but <laughs> there's got to be things that are a definite out right now and that we should be kind of phasing out of our houses or anything you can think of, whether it's a, a big piece of furniture or paint colors or just little accessories or overall themes that, that we should be shying away from. Well, I think one thing in that little accessories, I think too much accessories or too much of anything in, in, you know, when Suzanne and I were designing, let's even go back 12, 15 years, it was more and more and more of everything, more tassels, more, um, more silk, more heavy, more dark. Obviously all of that has kind of um, gone away, but what we find is so funny, the little things that we would take away from projects 15 years ago, are coming back in a different way, like a bullion fringe or a heavy trim that would be done on a curtain trim or on pillows will now be done very um, minimally on like an ottoman and things like that. So those are the kind of trends that you kind of see going, going out, but then kind of come back in a completely new modeled way. And Suzanne, um Talk to me about paint color because, you know, I sometimes I think I am very decisive about color, but I recently painted the exterior of my house gray. And you know what? I found out there are a thousand grays that all look alike. So how do you, I mean, do your clients <laughs> just say, pick the paint color for me? Or when you involve them, like, I think it's so confusing, paint color. How, how do you walk somebody through that? And, you know, where they just want to change things up or start from scratch? How do you even start with them? Well, it's, it's very interesting because paint color for us when we're developing a room is actually the last piece that we select. Um, and because we're building the room and then we're picking the paint color to complement that space whereas when people will be moving into a home and let's say they want a paint consult um you know it's helpful if we have some things that we know are going in the room because it like i said it's really a complement to everything else in the space so it is really tricky and gosh color is you're right there's a million grays there's a million whites and it's really understanding what the undertone and what what you're looking for and then also how the client wants to feel in that space is also really important when picking colors. And so there's a lot really involved. And it's funny with people because we do this and this is what we do day in and day out, they'll be like, oh, just give me a quick color. And I'm always like a deer in headlights, like <laughs> because to me, I'm thinking of all these questions I would need to know to help understand, you know, what color would be best. So 
it is a little more um, in depth than I think most people think. Yeah, and I'm sure people, you know, they just want to see results. They want their house done now, but to do it right, it really does seem like a process. And and listening to the two of you, you know, how much you have to listen to. I mean, what's what's going to make them happy is not going to make the next client happy. So you, you know, it's quite a juggling act that you have to do in you know that client specific taste, but doing also, you know, what you know is going to look good. And that's really important in our process too. And we build our relationship with our clients and them, you know, hiring us and trusting us is something we don't take um, lightly. And we then know that they hire us to be direct, you know, um, especially sometimes having conversations like, you know, maybe this isn't the best piece or, you know, maybe it is something we can let go of, or, you know, sometimes we have to kind of encourage people to kind of just make some changes too that ultimately are hard, but later on then they're so grateful for. But, you know, really that's what's so enjoyable is that we get to develop wonderful relationships with our clients because we are working on projects, you know, for a full service that can be years. Um, So we we are lucky enough that uh, we think of our clients, really they become our friends and we get to be a part of their lives for a short time and we love it when they come back for another project because we get to see all the kids growing and, you know, just the changes. So it's, it's been such a nice um, and enjoyable thing over time, just getting to know all these wonderful people. And so you do uh, have some clients up here in Lake Geneva that maybe they're second homes. How do you see the design of a lake home different from maybe their main home or something you do in the city, Melinda? Well, a lot of our clients, we have, we have, I think, four projects up in Lake Geneva right now, and each is so different. But in some cases, in many cases, we've had a handle. Um, it might be a second home. So we've, we've probably most likely worked on their first home, no, which is so much fun because we already know their taste here. And then what we want to do is take that and do a spin on it that obviously has that feeling of um, nautical. The great part about Lake Geneva is, yes, it's wonderful because, you know, six months out of the year, it's boating and, you know, there's all of that portion to designing. But then the six part, the other six months of the year, it's cold and it's more warm and cozy. So it's very interesting as opposed to designing in Florida, we would design completely different than we do in Lake Geneva because of having those changes, changes of seasons really determine how we're doing the home. Well, and I know one of the homes that you're doing is a a huge estate uh, on the lake and brand new construction. So where do you, when it's new construction like that and something um, that enormous, where do you start with them? I mean, what room do you start with? Do you start with just an overall you know, style or when you sit down for the first time with this huge project, um, what's the first thing you do? Well, we have actually right now um, three really large projects in Lake Geneva, two, two full construction, and then one that we're basically taking everything out of the house and redoing it. So those are all super, like, that's a very long relationship. And really what we do is start from ground zero. You know, we start with the architect, we start with the planning, we start 
even going, and I, Suzanne touched on this a little bit ago, before we even start with a client, you know, we make sure we have many conversations that we're going to both work really, really well together. Um, and we start this really in-depth research process. It's going through Pinterest. It's going through images that they like. Some people have a folder of clippings from um, the publications that they've kept forever and things that they love. And more importantly, we want to know things that they don't like. So we really start going through images of what the houses that they really are attracted to, what they look like, um, what colors they're interested in. And we really start building from there. And you, Karen, kind of mentioned this too. It, this is, it's really like a puzzle piece. And it's like putting all these little, it's like, you know, with a big project, it's, you know, a, a thousand piece puzzle. And you're taking all these little pieces and each one's going into the next and building upon that. And it's always thinking of what the next thing is going to be. So really, it's just really starting from ground zero and working with that architect, making sure that the bones of the house is correct first. And that, especially with the architecture, to make sure that um, the space and everything is going to deliver to the clients what they're looking for. You know, it's easy to move walls and make changes when it, you're, it's just paper. Obviously, when the structure is built, you don't want a client being like, oh, gosh, this room is not at all how I thought it was gonna be, you know? So that's where we really wanna go in and explore and explain to them and really kind of review what their desires are for the spaces. Um, so it is a long, very, you know, detailed process. I think when clients hire us, they don't, they, they don't realize exactly how much goes into putting together a home because if you're picking out every single piece that goes into that home from a knob to the paint color to the ceiling details to the furniture to the floor plans um, you know every single little piece we have touched when it's going into the house and that's you know we if you saw our office with some of these big plant you know big clients that we have and it's just trays upon trays upon trays and everything goes in there just in, in our computer system too and it's just remembering all those details and that all coming together. It's so satisfying. Suzanne and I always say that after we are done with the home, it's like a new baby for us. It's just like giving birth because you do, <laughs> it's like the reward at the end that here you have this amazing home that we're so happy to hand off to this family that is going to enjoy it forever. And when they love it, that is the best gift that we could ever ask for. Well, I think they should allow uh, walkthroughs when you're done, because we would all like <laughs> to see <laughs> what it looks like when you're finished. So I, you know, I'm thinking of these big projects you have up here and how time consuming they are. And there's two of you. Do you have other um, staff in your um, design studio? Yes, we do. We have a great team um, of, of, and they happen to be all women, but. Um, we really are so lucky to have a group of women that are, you know, dedicated to putting in our orders, following up on orders, tracking our orders. And um, we have our full-time studio manager that is always, you know, reviewing our platform for communication with our clients so that we don't miss anything, that we're quickly getting back to our clients with questions. Um, we've really been able to really work in our business uh, all these years, and it's really been important to us, our communication with our clients and making it a wonderful experience as much as possible, um, because there are 
ups and downs through the process of building a house or doing something major. And, you know, for as much as we can control, we really want it to be um, very tutorial, very easy for our clients to get information. Um, yeah, so we do have a team of someone who helps us with our receiving here in the studio. And as well, just actually, we have a team that's actually off-site. So we have really the business manager that's yeah. here with us most, most days. Yeah, our team consists of about seven women. And so day in and day out, um, one of us are touching your project probably multiple times with, throughout the day. And it's just wonderful to have, as Suzanne mentioned, this team of women that we all have the same goal, and that is to give a wonderful experience to a client. And um, we do our best. There are, as Suzanne mentioned, many bumps in the road and throughout the process, we can say, you know, things happen and things have to change or, you know, you, you wouldn't, you could have never um, foreseen that X might happen and it's how everybody handles it to come to a re resolution that is, um, that makes the client happy, that everybody is good with and, um, those happen within the building process. It's just, um, we always, and what we always try and do too, and we always say this, it's easier to know you're going to hit traffic than be on the road, think you're gonna be there in five minutes and you're sitting there for an hour. And it's like, we always try to see when something's coming or always try to educate as we keep talking about, educate, educate, educate about the process and what's coming and how much it's going to take out of our clients because it just really is, it's almost like a full-time job. And also in our industry, as our society has become so much more instant gratification, our industry is completely not. When we start going into custom, you know, ordering a frame and then we're having our fabric and now we're having, you know, two different, a mill and then, you know, the, the, the uh, furniture maker or you have so many things that are relying on stuff to come together that it doesn't happen quickly. But you know, we believe that anything worthwhile or beautiful does take time, does take effort, and you end up getting a really wonderful result if you're willing to wait. And it's hard, it, it is hard because, especially with COVID, yeah. a lot of delays um, have, you know, been creeping up more and more. And there's really, there's not much we can do is just kind of work through it. And luckily, we've been so fortunate with our clients um, that they, you know, our understanding. And, and like Melinda said, we really do our best to make sure that they're aware of delays or if we, as soon as we know of something, we let them know. Speaking of COVID, uh, how has that, other than what you said with the, some of the delays, um, and we're all saying that with everything these days, but uh, how has it changed your business uh, in other ways like are people wanting to change up the space in their house as they've been home more and using it differently oh for sure i think that you know at the beginning of march when we were sitting here and we had several contracts out waiting for clients to get back to us which determines kind of how we, we work by contract on some of our larger projects because then we know how much time we have dedicated to one client and that way they are never waiting on us. We can we have time for meetings and so forth. But we've had these contracts out and as soon as everything closed down, all the contracts dropped. And we were like, oh goodness, what does this mean for, you know, everything was up in the air at that time. Nobody knew what was happening. But it wasn't three weeks into quarantine and everybody was coming back. And you really, we, what we've realized is that people really aren't used to living in their homes as much as we have been now. 
you know, now your home is your gym, it's where you eat, it's your entertainment, it's your education, it's your office. There are so many things that a home needs to provide now, and that has definitely changed our business for sure. Um, we are doing more virtual presentations than we ever have. That was a challenge for Suzanne and I, but we've really come through and they have worked out really, really well. So it's really opened up the door for us in many ways and our clients too. Um, and really, I think the, the main change, whether it be we're doing more exteriors than we've ever done as well, people are realizing that they really want to entertain at home. They're staying home and you're not going out to dinner as much. You're not traveling. You're not spending money on things that you ordinarily would for entertainment. So all of that is now going into the home and making it what the family really needs for the next few years to come. Yeah, so I, I put out to my social media if anybody had any questions for you. And so I have a, a, a couple um, Lake Home type questions that, that came in. And one of them is, and I am so guilty of this, um, how do you have kind of a Lake nautical theme without overdoing it? I mean, yes, I have the, this is my happy place pillow and the Lake Life, you know, sign. And I mean, there's so much great, artwork and accessories in the stores up here, it's really hard not to go overboard, but how do you find that balance of saying, you know, I love kind of this lake theme, but I don't want it to, you know, look ridiculous. I think it is a fine balance um, of where to interject that. And it's so easy um, to go into the stores and there's so much, you know, acuteness just that you might be like, oh, I want to add this and I want to add that. One of the things that we always say, it's sometimes it's like Coco Chanel said, when you're heading out the door, one less item. Um, sometimes too much of anything isn't a good thing. So we really try to just be selective and express like a nautical feel in other ways. And sometimes it's just the materials and uh, things that you're putting in the space that give you that feeling versus just being so direct as far as an item that says something about the lake. Right. That it's, makes sense. <laughs> truly for us, it's texture, fabrics, color. Um, that's how we infuse a lake house. We have that feel that you walk in and it's a, that you are at a lake house, but it's not hitting you over the head by any means. <laughs> you don't need the sign that's saying, this is my lake house, <laughs> which a lot of people have. And another question that came in is about, you know, so here you are, you know, when you live by the lake, you have a lot of people up going to the beach, going out on the boat, um, and they're, they've got sunscreen on, we have the dogs that just went swimming, coming back to the house, I, you know, how do you choose the right upholstery to handle all of that? Um, well, one of that's one of the things actually when we were talking about uh, different designing for a lake house versus, you know, someone who lives in the suburbs um, who are actively using the water and you're entertaining. That definitely as far as designing the home is something that is very much on our mind um, and understanding that life um, um, and having it easy to entertain and you want to enjoy your home, you want to enjoy your guests. So it's important that you have performance fabrics, that you have materials and things that are forgiving, you know, because you want not to, you don't want your guests to feel uncomfortable. And that is all part of 
of that life. And you can have things beautifully laid out and organized for your guests and materials that you don't have to worry about that are um, going to come clean and right. work for your family. And we're always thinking about those traffic patterns too. Like when we're designing, we know like where you're coming in from the lake, what's going to hit first. Um, then where are you going to end up sitting? Where are the kids going to go? Where do we need performance fabric? Where do we maybe need a very wipeable um, ultra leather? Um, those types of things are always in our head as we're designing the home and knowing those traffic patterns, what are most used um, areas, and that is where we just really go for it with the performance, performance, performance. And I think that's one thing when you're designing a house with an architect also, we are really studying the function of the house. Where are wet towels going to go? That, you know, where are they going to be stored and where they can be conveniently washed and, and just how you're going to be using all of that. Where are you feeding people and where you can have things strategically put so that it's, an, it's easy for you as a homeowner to welcome you know, multiple families. And really that is what's so wonderful about that lake um, is it's, it brings people together. Well, it's really nice to know that you can help people, you know, <laughs> make things still look nice and um, be protected from all of those lake elements. Cause you know, a lot of people's solution is to just throw blankets over everything. And that doesn't look so nice after a while. So, <laughs> you know, a lot of people need you up here. Now, I know that you you work with every style of design, but do you two have kind of a personal preference of um, of what you like to work on, a style you like, or rooms that you like to do the best? Oh gosh, that's a good one because like I think sometimes like Suzanne and I like we love so many, and we of course see so many things all the time. It's like we design a room for somebody, and of course we want to move into it immediately. We're like. Oh my gosh, that's my favorite. Oh my gosh, I can't believe this is one of my favorites. And Suzanne and I have very similar tastes and styles. So our homes are, are somewhat very similar. We will show up here in the same outfit, same sunglasses, buy, buy drink glasses separately that are exactly the same. So we know that we're pretty much on point when we're designing together. Um, we really like, as far as designing rooms that we love, I mean, sometimes, um, Suzanne and I were talking about this before we jumped on, and it's like sometimes one of our favorite spaces to design are the most challenging spaces, the ones where the clients want so much in the room, and you're like, there's just not enough time, energy, or money to get that in there, and somehow we start looking at it and putting it together, and we're like, oh my gosh, at the end, it's in order to give them almost everything that they wanted in this room, that was such a challenge ends up being the most rewarding space. But I mean, we really love, we love designing bunk rooms, bedroom, I mean, office, if you go, it, all of them actually. That's what's been so wonderful is we do live vicariously through our clients and um, we get so excited about our projects and our homes that, you know, we don't even want to leave when we're done. So, um, we always joke about that. They're like, okay, bye-bye. Because <laughs> we have so much fun there. Well, especially when you're up here at the lake. I mean, it is hard to walk away from that beautiful lake, especially when the sun is out and it's warm out, which it's going to be this week. Um, I know this is really hard, but to end, can you give some free advice to the listeners 
as far as just in general, what are some maybe top three design tips that you could give people oh, that okay. they could just go and do right now? Okay, that's a good, because we always say there's three things that do transform a room. And they are, and something that we have found with our clients over the years, we really highly recommend window treatments. They are expensive, but they change the whole look of the house. They soften everything. They are a sound absorber. They are a frame to a beautiful view, like a lake. It's, you know, most of the time when we're up um, designing lake houses, not only in Lake Geneva, but other lakes in Wisconsin, so many people are like, I just don't want to lose my view. And then when we put the window treatments up, they realize that it only enhances the view. It's taking a beautiful painting and putting an amazing frame on it. So window treatments, number one, pillows. We love pillows. They can completely transform your room easily, winter, summer. Investing in a few really good pillows can take a couch that seems somewhere or that you're not really wanting to invest in changing right now and completely give it another, a different look. And our third, which is something that we really feel strongly about is lighting and low lighting. Changing your lighting will completely change the look of a room. Um, so many people move in and they put in so many cans and um, ceiling lights and so forth. And they're like, but we have so much light here. It's those layers of light. We want that low lighting in the room where the um, overhead light is turned down and dimmed really and then the warm glow of your lamps, um, especially up in Lake Geneva over those winter months too, will completely change the feel of your room. Well, you've just given me some things to do today. So thank you for that. <laughs> so Melinda and Suzanne, thank you so much for being here. And if people want to find you and North Shore Nest, what is the best way for them to do that? Well, hopping onto our website um, is the easiest way to get in touch with us or through our Instagram. So we are at um, NorthShoreNest.com and we're under North Shore Nest on our Instagram handle as well. And we're constantly checking those and you can DM us or send us a message through our website and we would get back to you right away. And just the rooms that you have on the website are so beautiful. It just makes me want to jump through the screen and, you know, um, sit on those couches and relax. So you have some, you know, some pictures of your work up there as well. But um, it, thank you so much. And as I said, I wish I could walk through and see all your finished projects up here, but I'm sure you'll have some pictures of it when everything's done as well. And we hope to see you up at Lake Geneva a lot more than you already are. And as always, thanks to the listeners for letting me share my love of Lake Geneva the natural beauty, the crystal clear waters, the sunshine and the sunset, but most of all, the people. I'm Karen Stray Rappaport. Join me next time as another guest takes their place in the sun. Bye for now. I feel all right, like the morning.